Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Auntie Chantel Trimeter and Antoine Walker. Shout out to Auntie, the music producer. Who do? Come on. Every time she's on here, we got, it. we got to play it. Auntie, got to I'm play trying. it every time she's play, on here. I play for you all the time when you're on here. I'm doing my best here for you. <laughs> you know, run me that check, though. That, see, that's way above my paycheck. Hey, you, you got you to get them boys to run you that check for your your, your credit for music producer? All, you hear what I'm saying? All I can do is try. As far as the one that writes you the check, that's way above me. I don't. I just don't need that little plaque up there on the wall. I need I need a check. You need a check. I hear that, auntie. <laughs> Let's get into your Lakers, though. We know yes. what... what we know you're a big LeBron fan. The Lakers are off to a 0-4 start for the second time mm. in franchise history. It's the franchise's third worst start in franchise history statistically. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are ranked 29th in field goal percentage at 41.6 and point per ga- points per game at 102.3. Mm. Auntie, I'm going to go to you since you're the big Lakers Please. fan, and then I'll go to Antoine Walker. How do the Lakers fix their problems? Uh, let me tell you this. <laughs> and I know this, I know this number, and I know it by the back of my hand. 33 out of 148. You have made 33 three-pointers out of 148 <laughs> attempts. You're shooting 22% from the three-point line. Like, bring Antoine Walker to the Lakers. I mean, he can help shoot. Like, or stop <laughs> shooting threes. Absolutely. And and and, and good gracious, like. It's a mess out there. And, and I feel, yes, I am a LeBron fan and I feel so bad for him because he's still playing at a crazy high level to be 30, almost 38 years old. But, you know, no team in the history of the NBA has ever won the NBA title starting their season 0 and 4. Um, mm. and, and, and is, I mean, look, the Lakers aren't going to win an NBA title. I mean, they have no, absolutely no shooters, none. And, and that's what has made. That's what made LeBron successful in Miami, what made him successful in um, uh, in Cleveland and then Correct. in the bubble in the Lakers. You know, that's what you do with LeBron. You put shooters around him, let him be great, and he's going to find your shooters who will knock it down. And they just don't have any. Russell Westbrook's not helping. I mean, he's shooting horribly. He didn't even play the last game. And, I, you know, I just feel bad. Anthony Davis, is, he's He's playing, you know, but but he's not he's not he's not a three point shooter that that we need. And yeah. until they go get one, you know, they're gonna be struggling. What what do you think, Antoine? Yeah, I was gonna say, Antoine, who do, who um, do you think the Lakers should trade for? 
Well, let, let, we can get to that. Let me just start with this, and I think um, I think we have to – if I'm the Lakers, there's two things that need to change. First, two things major that need to change. And mm-hmm. I know Jenny doesn't want to do this. You have to fire Rob Palenka. And you have to fire Ooh. Rob Palenka, but you have to fire Rob Palenka because the goals changed and he dropped the ball on a yes. couple signings. On a couple signings. Absolutely. It's no way KCP3 gets Man, out that the was door. one. And Alice Caruso gets out the door. Mm-hmm. Those two guys you have to bring back and bring them alongside AD and LeBron. Yep. By him not bringing them back lets me know that he didn't feel like those guys were as valuable as all of us seeing how valuable it was. I don't mind him not bringing back Rondo and the Dwight Howard to the Royal yeah. guys were a little older. And then the goals have to change. I think well, obviously- Troy, let me let me ask you this. I, I thought KCP was part of that trade from Westbrook to the um, Wizards, wasn't he? Yeah, he eventually ended up being that, but he didn't sign him back to a deal. He just signed with the Denver, Denver Nuggets' deal. Yeah. He's with the Nuggets now. So he didn't yeah. sign a deal. You started, you got to keep him. Those two guys, okay, those two guys you keep. So I think this starts with that. And then you also got to add that Rob Palenka, like Auntie talked about, you didn't add one really great three-point shooter, or you didn't even add decent three-point shooters along this roster. So that means the goals have changed. That means you're not trying to build around LeBron or AD. And if you're not going to do that and you're not going to play for championships, then the elbow has to happen. We got to start talking about it. You got to start thinking about they don't have nothing to hold their head on. They have not. They have zero young talent on mm. that roster that's getting developed, that's going to be good enough to play. So you got to start looking around. They're not good enough to compete in the NBA for championships with the roster they got in place. You got to be able to shoot not. three. You got to be able to shoot the ball. You got to be able to shoot threes. The good teams in this league, the teams that win championships, the teams that make deep runs have great three-point shooting. The Lakers don't have that. No matter how good LeBron plays one-on-one, whatever numbers he put up, you still got to be able to shoot the three ball. They're not going to be able to do that. Yep. So now you got to start. You got to try to take your best assets and rebuild. You have to change Mm. your goals. The Lakers made a huge move to win the NBA championship. We all know that. When they traded for AD, they gave up Ingram. They gave up Ball. They gave up Julius Randle. They gave up all their young talent. Josh to Hart. It, to win it right there on the spot. And it worked out. They won an NBA title. Mm-hmm. But now the, now the goal has changed. You got to change the goal around. You got to change everything up now. Because he thought he could do market. it again. He thought he could do yeah. it again with Westbrook. And 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 bringing in Carmelo and and you know and everyone you're yeah. right you're so right Antoine like everyone to change the goals right and I, I I love Westbrook I'm 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 the first guy that's going to defend him I I think he's a great talent but yeah. Westbrook unfortunately for Westbrook and and he's not having fun it seems like he doesn't enjoy the game mm. and I don't think championship is on Westbrook's mind because if it's on his mind you would make the adjustments that was needed this summer to get out to a better start this year. And he didn't make the adjustments. And in that and that and it's, and it's showing and I don't want him to be this player. The hamstring and now he wants to miss games, he's running. I just think he's turning to somebody else that I don't want to see happen. And I wish the Lakers would make some the the moves that's needed. And it's not about you can't make a trade right now Westbrook and add two players. If you're going to mm. add two young players, add two young players that can be a part of your future. Don't just make a trade right now to make a trade because you can't put together a team and think it's just going to happen overnight. 
it's not going to happen. These teams are too good. I mean, these other teams have space and shooters. They have go. It's just too. It's too much. And yeah. you see that last night. They could have got Buddy about Hield Westbrook. and Miles Turner. Okay, go ahead. They could have got Buddy Hield and Miles Turner. You got yeah. you got shooters. You got youth. Um, but he they didn't want to give, give up picks. Right. Yeah. So, Twan, when you're talking about the adjustment Westbrook meant, did you mean like kind of like James Harden taking less money, or you talking no, about his, uh, his, I his think game actually? I think Darvin Ham should have went to him and said, listen, you're the third option on this team. I could do more for you and allow you to be yourself offensively coming off the bench. Mm. I'm going make, to I'm gonna make you the sixth man. Let's do something new in your career. To, if we're going to win a championship, I need you to be sixth man of the year. Focus on that. He's going to be the third option. LeBron and AD are the first and second option. So as a third option, you're only going to get 10, 12 shots a game. And we all know Westbrook is a volume shooter. So he mm. may start off one for eight. And so if he starts off one for eight and only gets four more shots and it doesn't go well, it's like a, a horrible night. He goes one, he goes four for 15. Like he did well, let me ask you something for real. Let, let me ask you something for real. As a, as a player, you know, as a shooter, Russell Westbrook starts off 0 for 10, right, in that game mm-hmm. against the Blazers. Right. 30 seconds left on the shot. 18 seconds left on the shot clock. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes that shot. Do you want him taking that shot as as no, a teammate? No, no, I shouldn't. That's this is the what and I'm that's not him about. having fun. That's just him not being able to shoot the ball. But no, that's him having to realize dumb decisions. That I, I'm not the I'm not the one option. That ball got to go to Anthony Davis. But wasn't he going time. for a two for one right there, Twan? Yeah, but you don't go two for one in that situation. You got to get a quality shot. You got quality get shot. You, I mean, you it was the they league. just let him shoot. He just can't. He couldn't. He couldn't shoot that night. It was yeah. tied. Yeah. No, they you were up one. one. No, I mean, the yeah, Lakers were up one. one. Yeah, Lakers were up one. You, you got to get a quality shot right there. Yeah. And and that with Lonnie crazy. Walker coming along, hell, he might be the fourth option. Well, let me ask fair. you both this question, and then we got to push this conversation forward. Uh, we saw that they, they made Frank Vogel the scapegoat and also kind of Russell Westbrook last year. Do you think the same thing ultimately happens with Dar- uh, Darvin Ham if they don't blow this team up like you suggest, Antoine Walker? I think he has to do a better job in having command of the team. I think in his coaching staff, I don't know what film session, what meeting they had that they came out. And this is that you came out the meeting that I'm going to start Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook in my backcourt. It's no way I'm coming at and coming to the season, believing that that's my best backcourt that I can start. <laughs> I love Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly is from Chicago. I love him to death. That's my boy. But he should, he's not a starting point guard no more in his league. He's a great bag up. He gives great energy. He's going to give you everything he got. They, you can't start those two together. You can't put two guys that are not great three-point shooters on the floor together like that and start them. That can't be what you and your coaching staff came up with coming out of training camp. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that. Russell Westbrook off the bench. So, yes. You know he's, so, it's $47 million, yeah. but, but you got to bring him off the bench. I would start Patrick Beverly because the one thing Patrick Beverly gives the Lakers right now, and you said it earlier, that Russell doesn't, is I tell you, he Pat, made Pat shot is, he's, he he's playing get... like he want to be there, and yeah, he and Pat with energy will and always go hard. And right now, we you not you don't know what you're getting with the offensively or defensively with Russell. You don't know what you're getting. And look, I know it's a forty-seven million dollar man coming off the bench, but you tell him, look, Russ, we're gonna bring you off the bench. You're gonna be the man in that second team. You'll be the first option. Be you. But we're gonna bring you off the bench and Darvin Ham be man enough, have the balls enough to mm. say, yo, this is what we're gonna do. Or, or, right. or you're wasting LeBron's and, one of his last years. Cause you gotta think about last thing I'm gonna say about this. 
the little bit of capable three-point shooters you do have, you got to put them on the floor with LeBron and AD yep. as much as you can. The, the couple guys that are capable of knocking down an open three, whether that's Austin Reeves, whether that's uh, Kedrick Nunn, whether that's uh, Matt Ryan, they got some, you got to play those guys with them. So you got to figure, you know, because you got to have some type of guys that can make, at least attempt to make a shot from the three-point line. <laughs> they, I yeah. mean, so it's at this point now, yeah, it's going to get to the point when you start to look at Darwin Ham, if that lineup doesn't change, and I know it's not working with a lot. I know it's not working with a lot, but that lineup doesn't change. He's going to start to be the scapegoat too. Yeah, because, that's why I asked you guys that. Yeah, you got you yeah. got to watch out for that. But I think Jenny has to sit down. I don't know their brain trust. We've heard so many things about who runs it, who she confides in. But she got to look at Rob Palenka, and she got to start putting a little blame on him. You gave him a contract extension. Make him earn it. I mean, he let a couple mm. key guys go out the door. Look at Golden State. They going over the cap to win. When you want to win, you spend the money. Mm. And you, don't, you don't talk it. You spend the money. You, you keep your pieces in play. You don't break up nothing. When you got LeBron James and AD, especially LeBron playing at the level he's playing at now, you do not put this type of team around him. You try to win. It's only win or nothing. I don't understand that. So they got to figure it out. Gave him a pass last year. Everybody was hurt. So I didn't really think that much of it last year. But this year now, full, you had a full summer, a full yeah. summer to figure this Man. out. Everybody was hired. Everybody was in play. Everybody's in training camp. Everybody came out of camp healthy. You can't tell me this is what you, the best thing you came up with when you came out of camp. It's impossible. It's gonna get better when up. it's gonna get better when Schrader comes back. I think I think Russ does go to the bench when Schrader comes back, and and uh, and you gotta understand too. Yeah, also, Schroeder. I think they're missing. They're missing. Guys, sure. right? Then Schroeder. Can, can like, Mello, you take can Mello, how you how Melo don't come back, Auntie? I, I was gonna ask you. You think there's anybody on the street that could potentially help? On the street, Melo's on the street. Melo shot good from the three. Jeremy Lamb. Lamb's out there. Lamb's a score. He's out there. Yeah. It ain't many, it ain't much. Hi everyone, this is Hope Solo, World Cup champion, gold medalist, and the host of my very own podcast, Hope Solo Speaks. Every episode, we discuss what's on my mind, sports, current events, politics, activism, parenting, nothing is out of bounds. We'll do some deep thinking, challenge our preconceived notions, and still have plenty of fun. New episodes of Hope Solo Speaks drop every Thursday on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Auntie Chantel Trimeter and Antoine Walker. And the Nets, Nets, Brooklyn Nets, have struggled coming out the gate. They are one to three. The Nets are taking on the Dallas Mavericks right now at Barclays Center. Coming into this game, they are one and three. And Brooklyn's 134-124 loss to the Grizzlies on Monday. The Nets conceded 45 points in the third quarter and were outscored. 70 to 55 in the second half to negate a pair of 37 point performances by Durant and Kyrie Irving. Now on Wednesday, Durant and Irving combined for 60 points, but the Nets were outscored 67 to 44 in the second half and squandered a 12 point lead and a 110 to 99 loss to the Bucks. Now the Nets were whistled for five technical fouls in Milwaukee, including two that led to coach Steve Nash's ejection in the third quarter. Brooklyn allowed 34 of Giannis Antetokounmpo's 43 points in the second half alone. Now, also in that Memphis game, Ben Simmons fouled out and complained that the calls against him were BS. Simmons has been 
taking a lot of criticism so far. He's averaging just 5.3 points a game, seven and a half assists. And um, Kyrie Irving has defended his teammate. This is Kyrie Irving talking about people should give Ben Simmons a chance. I just think, like, if we're going to come in and be honest as a team, I'm I'm not trying to just be critical over what Ben's done right or done wrong every single night. He's a basketball player. He's a professional. He has the skills to be a great professional. Um, he's done it in the past, and he hasn't played in two years. So you guys keep coming here asking me, like, what about Ben? What about Ben? And it's just he hasn't played in two years. Give him, give him a fucking chance. You know what I mean? We stay on his shit. Stay on. I wish I could say other words because I'm from Jersey, but we think we stay on him. And uh, <laughs> like you should stay on him. And, and we're just here to give him positive affirmations uh, while he's out there and just let him hoop. You know, and then while he's hooping and getting back into it, we're going to have to really gel as a team in order to learn how to win as a group. Speaking of positive affirmations, I remember vividly Auntie Chantel Trimeter and Antoine Walker in that Milwaukee Bucks game, when Kyrie comes down the lane, he dishes to a Ben Simmons, and he screams out when the crowd is quiet, shoot the ball, Ben! So what <laughs> happened to that, Kyrie Irving? Talking about all these positive affirmations, you're adding to why people are saying stuff about Ben Simmons. But let me ask you this, Antoine Walker, and then I'll go to you, Auntie. What concerns you the most about the start to this season with the Brooklyn Nets? That we're highlighting it early on the season, uh, and I don't want to, and I'm not necessarily giving Ben a pass, but um, a guy missed the game for you know he's missed the, he missed the whole year, um, so we got to give him a chance to get himself acclimated back to playing, getting in true basketball shape. Um, he's learning to play with two of the top 15 players in the world, um, and Kyrie and um, and obviously Durant, and trying to figure out how he can be effective with those guys. Um, I think that takes time, and I think that's what Kyrie's alluding to. Um, I think we should revisit this thing maybe 25, 30 games into the season and and see how it goes because he's, ha- he's going to have to try to figure out how we can be effective with those guys. Let's all understand that Ben Simmons is not going to shoot the ball 15 times a game, but he does have to be somewhat aggressive getting to the basket and taking open shots, but it's something that he's not going to do, and, and, and that's something that he hasn't done throughout his career. He's passed up on being an aggressive scorer. And I, I don't think that's going to change, especially playing with these two guys. But he can't foul out of games. You can't make excuses for that. Mm. Uh, foul, not, foul out of games is not – you can't make an excuse for that. He's too good of a defender in this league to do that. So that's why I'm saying he has to get his time and his rhythm back. Um, and I do like the fact that Kyrie's vocal, stepping out right now and, and supporting him because he needs that. This is a guy you're going to have to pound the back a little bit and massage him up. Um, we see that to to get him to play at a certain level. Hold so on, I like Twan, you got to you got to do that with players now in the NBA. You got to massage them up. I mean, it's different now. This is a different era, different guys. This is different diff, the way these guys are are. And I mean, the way Ben Simmons are, you got to know what you're dealing with. This guy Ben Simmons missed the whole year because of Doc Rivers' comments. So I mean, you got to imagine what he, you know, what type of you know massage you got to do to make him feel good to get him to go out there and play at the level that he needs to play at, and that's. But I'm gonna be patient. I'm gonna give him about thirty games before I make it a real assessment of it. I want to see him play a little bit more. Yeah, and I just want to give an update from the Thursday night football game. The Bucks on their first drive were able to drive the ball down the field. Leonard Fournette with a one yard touchdown run. The Bucks are up seven to three right now. First quarter, I believe, six minutes and 56 seconds left on the clock. Auntie, what concerns you most about the Nets so far early in this season? You know, 
and and normally I do agree with my boy Antoine, but but look, I, I know we we got to treat you know players these days with a little soft hand and and massage and all that. <laughs> they don't play the way that they did back in the day. But this man getting paid twenty nine million dollars, mm. and if if someone's out of shape. Right. If somebody's out of basketball shape and they say oh, it's, it's going to take me some time to to get back into it. What do they have to do to get in shape? They got to run up and down the floor. Right. Guess what? If you want to get back into shooting form, what do you need to do? You need to shoot the ball and, and him. You know, I don't there's no excuse for an NBA player who is wide open. There's no NBA player in this league should be should be defended where people are literally turning their backs on them. Like that's, that's mm. high school. That's, that's out on the park when you know somebody's trash and, and you're ready to go down on offense, you're not even going to play them defense. Like he got to shoot the ball. And, you know, I know Kyrie trying to be nice and, and, you know, when the cameras are on and things like that, but look, you got to get in his ass. And, and if Ben Simmons is so soft and like, like Antoine said, like he sat out a year cause he got his feelings hurt by doc rivers. If you're so soft that your teammates who are two of the top 15 players in the world are going to get in your ass, then you got to reevaluate some things, but you get a $29 million paycheck. Shoot the ball. That's Mm. what you were brought there to do that. You were brought to go to the basket. He's not even attacking the basket. Um, And so like he, at some point, then you become a liability. So like, like I said, yeah, it's going to take him some time to get back into it, but you're not getting back into anything if you're not doing it. So you know, I'm I'm not on I'm not on the Ben Simmons gravy train yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I know that they're playing the Mavericks right now, and there's a video of him airballing a uh, layup. And oh God, yeah, and I, I don't, and I know you know guys are working through some things, but like Anthony said, yeah, it's tough. He was airballing a layup. A layup. I don't care how I don't care how bad. Antoine Walker could sit out for three years, <laughs> and he's not going. He's not gonna. Airball a layup, you know, that's done, like you yeah. sitting out for a year and you totally miss a tackle, like literally, like get your yeah. ankles broke and miss a tackle without touching the guy. That Don't might happen though. I ain't played about in about four touching years, touching them at all. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 he can't airball no layup. Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. That's that's tough. Yeah, he should have docked it. He probably, actually, he ain't actually got the confidence. Actually, should have went up and dunked him. But he'll get it. I mean, I think, you know, one thing that um, that Ben is kind of, you know, they don't need him to score. Right. So he gets a, he gets a pass in, in certain situations where he's allowed to do a lot of the other things on the floor. But he has to do those well. He can't be fouling out of games. Yeah. You know, he's, you know Giannis, get, Giannis gets 40-plus last night. That that should I'm not saying you can stop Giannis. I think Giannis is the greatest player in the league right now. But yeah, you know it's got to be harder than what we saw last night. He saw that man. He told him he was too small, Twan. Yeah, Giannis scored. Giannis <laughs> scored 30, 34 points in the second half. Yeah. Right. So, you, but you know, Antoine, you, if you say to a guy, um, you know, you talked about, um, you know, with he doesn't have to score and things like that. And I'm sure you play with guys that they weren't asked to score. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, being as, as great of a player as you were, you know, that you at least have to be a threat. Well, you got to look at the playing basket. four on five. Yeah. You got to look at the basket. Right. But my, my, to my defense to him is that if I'm not going to score and I'm going to do that, I got to defend. I got to do a lot of other, do some other stuff. Right. I got to do some other stuff to, 
you know, to help the team. I need to be flirting with a triple double every night. Right. Mm. Uh, I mean, know, he's averaging almost eight assists a game. So, yeah, but I mean, he's you know, he need to get five, more rebounds too, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's only five, averaging five. Five, rebounds. Point, five points ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, no. we need at least ten from you. The five ain't gonna do it, especially when you're missing layups. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Antoine Walker and Auntie Chantel Trimmer And Magic Johnson says he doesn't think fellow Lakers great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar will handle the news well when LeBron James dethrones him as the NBA's all-time leading LeBron scorer. James. Now, during an appearance on Shannon Sharp's Club Shay Shay <laughs> podcast on Monday, Johnson said he thinks. It'll be a hard pill to swallow for Abdul Jabbar when James breaks his decades old record. This is Magic Johnson speaking on when LeBron eventually does break Kareem Abdul Jabbar's scoring record. People don't talk about the number two. No. People don't talk about the number two score. No. They don't talk about the number two assist man. <laughs> they, 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 the number two rebounder. That's the right. number two, the number two block shot. Nobody cares about number two is number one. Mm-hmm. How do you think he will handle that? Well, I, I don't think well. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. If I got to say it, we got to be honest. Right. You know, um, and the fact that it's a dude playing for the Lakers, right. too. Right. You know, it's a dude playing in L.A. Right. You know, so um, I think it'll be a hard pill to swallow. He eventually. Because he's uh, had that record for almost 40 years, Kareem. And, and I mean, I, imagine. And I think he thought he was going to have it forever. <laughs> yeah. So, we're never gonna see another LeBron. We're never gonna see another Kareem. I mean, it's just they just when you got special guys like that who um changed the right. game, you're never gonna see another guy like that. Now, as of now, James, who was averaging 25.3 points this season, is at 37,163 career points. He just needs 1,224 more points to pass Abdul Jabbar's 38,337 which could come this season at his current pace. Let me ask you this, Ante. Ante, they say records are meant to be broken, but why do you think Kareem will have a problem if LeBron breaks his scoring record? You know, I mean, I, I say this This speaks more about Kareem than LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron doesn't have to be best friends with Kareem. Um, but, you know, at least to acknowledge and, but but Kareem's had problems with LeBron off the off the court. You know, he told him to be careful about his COVID-19 vaccination stance and and being public about that and and other things. And yeah, what you think you the know, beef is, Auntie? Right. And, 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 you know, the thing is, you know, and, and Shannon Sharp said it right. That he said, ain't nobody talk about number two. But if you <laughs> think about it, everybody talking about number two right now. Ain't nobody talking about number one. Nobody's talking mm. about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They talking about when is LeBron gonna be number one correct and so he might feel a little slighted by that but you know you know i I think it would make him look even better kareem if he embraces it it's gonna happen right it's gonna happen exactly and and i think it makes it look better saying you know what i i appreciate what lebron's done he's earned this and and you know i'm number two i've been number one for like 40 years right like they said and (laughs) so you know, I don't I don't know why the beef is like it is, but but you just wish, you know, everybody could just hug and get along. But, you know, Kareem, whether he likes it or not, it's going to happen. He's going to be it, number two. Yeah. So let me ask you this to push this conversation forward before we go to break. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's important because Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is such a great a Lakers great? Do you think it's important for him and LeBron to actually have a relationship? Well, I don't think they have to have a relationship, but I think Kareem. Um, has to acknowledge that you know LeBron is going to break his record, and then obviously LeBron 
has to pay homage to him as well. I think this goes back to, you know, Kareem has always had a problem with LeBron because he's the, obviously he's been the face of the league for so long. And, you know, it's different now. You know, Kareem wants LeBron to, to come in and make certain remarks about everything that goes on in the world. And that's not who LeBron is. And that's not LeBron's job to do that. So I think, you know, some of the older players in this league, you know, especially back in the day that went through those trials and tribulations that went played through racism and a lot of things that went on in the world, um, they expect the guys now to to come in and, and have big views on that. And some guys don't have to get involved there. Michael Jordan never got involved in a lot of things that went on outside of basketball either when he played right. and right. when he had his plat when he had his platform. So I think that's where the problem lies at. I think um, obviously I think Kareem will step up and pay homage to LeBron James when he when he passes him. I mean, it probably hurts a little bit because he he's doing it as a Laker. <laughs> I mean, and and you know you know sometimes you want those records to stay you know the same, but you know records are made to be broken, and it's something that's gonna be special. I think it, to me personally, I think it's even more special that it's gonna be a Laker. It's gonna be great for that franchise that a Laker player is gonna do it. He's gonna pass Magic too and assist. Too as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so we don't talk about that. Uh, LeBron's going to pass him too as well. So um, I just think that's where the beef is at and the problems at. And until you know LeBron probably better than me on a personal level, I just know LeBron's going to have the utmost respect for Kareem. Absolutely. Uh, when that comes up and when he passes him, and he's going to, that probably be the first thing that comes out of his mouth. Um, he probably definitely, the, the night I can imagine that game, um, he's going to make sure to reach out to Kareem and hope Kareem comes to that game. Um, right. To be a part of that, to be a part of that celebration. Well, yeah, and to your real point. quick, sorry, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, auntie. Quick, but like in 2020, there was a, I think it was a Sports Illustrated essay or something, and Kareem said that like this generation couldn't do any better in the hero department than LeBron James. So he called him a hero, but then he's saying, well, but he could be, he could be better. And so, you know, I just hope, I hope, like you said, I hope he's at the game. Um, because it's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna happen in 2023, and, and uh, it's let let's. You don't get hurt. And, yeah. Hey, no why are you putting that out there, Twan? <laughs> well, it get, it'll get done early. It will get done probably in 50 games. The Ready's gonna go. LeBron's gonna have to. You think it's gonna get done? Here, you think it's gonna get done before January? Man, I don't know before January. He probably think it's gonna be 23, but LeBron's gonna have to score us to keep them in games. The way it's looking right now, he oh, gonna hey, have you to ain't never lied 50. about that. <laughs> he's going to score 50 a game. He might do it so, next week. Lord, so, you know, damn. So he's gonna be scoring a lot this year. So I'm right. just saying, no setbacks. He, he'll get it done early, early 2023. 20, mm-hmm. Yeah, Auntie actually brought a great point. I want to say this before we, we go to break. Right, you're saying you know LeBron's gonna have the utmost respect. Probably call and reach out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when he's getting ready to break the record and hopes that he's in the building. We saw this, right, with Reggie Miller, and we also saw Ray Allen. They all come out, Steph Curry, when he went and broke the record. To your point, I hope that Kareem does. You know, I hope, I don't, again, I don't know if it's an actual beef or they just don't deal with each other, but I hope that they're on the same page because, for one, like, Tawana, you said it, right? Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a Laker great. LeBron's playing for the Lakers right now. I think right. that this is special for the Lakers for not only – Kareem to be, you know, the all-time leading scorer, but when LeBron breaks it, him being a Laker as well. So right. this will be a big night for the Lakers, and I just hope that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, you know, LeBron James could be cool. They'll both be there, and after he breaks the record, he goes and daps Kareem Abdul-Jabbar up, and everything will be great in Lakerland. If you were Kareem, what would you say to him? Congrats. Well, me, I'm going to say congrats, because records are made to be broken. Like, right. you really thought your record was going, you know, never be broken? Like, you've had it for 40 years. Like I'd be like, good shit, bro. 
Yeah, congrats, <laughs> my guy. Like, it takes shit, longevity to, to be the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. You 100, but good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts.